Well, hey you, hello there, every person everywhere. Well, hello, all you wonderful people out there, wherever you are, whoever you are. My name is Lynn, and I am your host for Every Person Everywhere, and this is stuff that you can relate to, hopefully. So, I just got back from vacation. Um, I went down to Ocean City to spend Fourth of July weekend. I got on a rocket boat for the first time that I remember. Flew a kite for the first time that I can remember. Tried and failed to fly a stunt kite. (laughs) And um, I had a lot of fun. And it's exactly what I needed was to just get away, spend time with the extended family, especially considering that they are now one step closer to being my in-laws now that I'm engaged to the love of my life. Um, And... You know, it was very good to step away, but all things considered, I've realized something dire, and I realized that this afternoon, even though I took a break from work, work was still there when I got back, obviously, and a lot of things happened that stressed me out today at work, with work, that caused me to basically be burning the candle very rapidly at both ends again already. And I've only been back for a day and a half. So work was still there. Work was no break and no discontinuation. But more importantly than that, I met somebody this afternoon that made me realize that time didn't just magically stand still. And, you know, vacation was actually kind of stressful in a way because we were here, there, and everywhere. And whereas it was lovely to see everything, like I was so focused on, I must do this, I must do that. I was so focused on being in my own routine and my own pattern that I had always been in and always been part of. So focused on planning, so focused on rushing around that Once again, I forgot to enjoy the present moment as much as I think I really could have. So that's what I want to talk to you guys today about, is enjoying the present moment as a form of self-care. I hope to do a lot of different episodes on self-care, considering I plan on doing my doctorate degree on communication and self-care. It's something very important to me. And it's kind of a darn shame that I preach this, but do not effectively practice it. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, I'm very good at giving out advice, but the woman I met this afternoon, an 88-year-old lady, a patient of mine, she made me realize that I'm so great at giving this advice, but so bad at following it. Verbatim, what she had said to me at the end of the evaluation was, end quote, I'm not sure if I should really be using these words with a man per se, but you're just a very beautiful person. No, that's not right. You, I think you know what I meant. And I said, yes, of course I do. Do you mean like I'm a beautiful soul? And she said, yes, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Sorry, I'm old. I don't always have the best way with words. And I really needed to hear that, actually, because I've been waging silent wars with myself on and off for a while now. You know, I've slipped back into some old patterns that I don't like. I've slipped back into some old patterns that I do like. 
I've let myself stress out and straighten out a little too much. And I said, you're very intuitive and insightful, aren't you? And she said, yeah, I pick up on people pretty quickly. And I definitely like you already. So can't wait to see you again for the rest of our sessions. And I said, likewise. And I, I, I could tell over the phone just by talking to her on the phone that I would come to enjoy her. But she almost made me tear up when she said directly following this, you know, I see it so often in young individuals like you. You never stop to take care of yourself, do you? And I said, you're right. I, I don't. I give the advice, but I never take the advice. And she said, well, stop doing that. Just like a mother would tell her young, you know, don't grip the wheel too tightly. You have a lot of love and a lot of caring in you. I can see that. So don't ruin yourself to the point where you stop sharing that with others. And it just hit me really hard. As a rule, you know, unless it's somebody who's on hospice, on their deathbed, or they're a family member, like I never hug a patient, but every bone in my body wanted to give her a hug right there and then. Because she was so... Right. This woman who didn't know me from Adam told me all about myself and what I needed to hear the most. And I just met her. Now, you know, I'm not a very religious person, but there is a sense of spiritual peace within me, I say. And that part of me feels as though today was meant to happen but also wonders why people aren't more like this and more resounding and resonant with other human beings. Because even though she had just met me, she could tell that I was rushing. I was going through the motions. Another day would disappear into a night that would dissolve into madness that would descend into oblivion only to wake in a burst of flame with the rising sun once again in the morning. She looked in the mirror of my soul and spat it back out at me, and I don't know who she is, what she was in her life, but it's incredible. And even if I'm not going to be directly working with her because I gave her to my therapy assistant, this is one of the ones I will remember and cherish forever. Like Betty White, a national treasure that must be protected at all points in time and at all costs. So, I'll use a pseudonym because obviously HIPAA. We'll just say her name was June. Thank you, June. Thank you so much, June, for what you told me today. I will never forget it because, yeah, if you guys out there listening take nothing else from this episode, take it from it that somebody who is constantly rushing around and constantly busy may find a stillness within themselves yet. Sometimes they just need somebody completely unwanted and unrelated to them to stick it to them. Your time will come too. 
you just don't know when, because, I mean, that I wasn't expecting that at all, but I'm thankful for it, and I'm happy for it, and I believe that I'm going to grow stronger because of it, because beauty touched my life today. Somebody who was timeless, and I didn't want to see get better because of the paycheck. I generally wanted to see them better so they could keep sharing their wisdom with the world. And maybe she'll know later. Maybe she'll never realize how much that moment means to me as I'm reflecting on it now. Still trying to choke back the sensation of wanting to burst into tears because it just means so much to me. So, my takeaway. What is my takeaway? Well, I think my takeaway is we live in a busy world, a busy society, especially as Americans. We are always rushing to the next thing. We're always racing towards the finish line. And the way of our ancestors is long forgotten, and that way is enjoying the ride and the journey, not the destination. Even when I was on a long journey through New England, I only really looked forward to the destination, I come to realize. Which is something I preach against but do not practice myself. I'm horrible at taking my own advice in this regard. So, what can I do? I'm not even going to say what can we do. Because I know you guys will take it into consideration. But I'm going to have this honest conversation with myself of what can I do to be more vibrant and alive in the present moment. And to use active stopping and enjoying this present moment as a form of self-care. Well, let me see. I need to actually schedule downtime. Like, actual downtime. Not downtime where uh, I gotta do laundry, and I gotta cook, and I gotta clean, and I gotta feed the cats, and I gotta do this grind on RuneScape, or whatever game I'm playing. No. Just 10-15 minutes of active pausing. I need to schedule more time in between appointments. So I'm not rushing through these appointments, so I can give them the quality care they deserve... And so that I can give myself the assurance that I have done everything I can for this patient. Even outside of work, I just need to allow myself more time. And it feels as though time is running out. It feels as though there is no time. I mean, heck, I've even said that I need to get this book of mine published. And it's now July 6th as of the day of recording this. And... I still have yet to actually do that. So I need to prioritize things that are most important to be done, but I also need to prioritize actively stopping and enjoying the present moment. Stopping. Looking for five things I can see, four things I can smell, three things I can touch, three, two things I can taste, one thing I can hear, or mixing up the order a little bit. Maybe three things I can touch, or three things I can hear, or three things I can smell. But I really owe it to myself 
to not grip the steering wheel on life itself so tightly all the time. If there's nothing else that I've learned from this today, it is this alone. So, whoever you are, wherever you are, thank you so much for listening. I hope that these words inspire you the same way that they inspired me today. And I'll catch you in the next episode. Until then, I add my beautiful silence once again.